Sleep Sixes. I am your boy, BG. I got my sis with me, Jenny from the block. Jose on the road. What's up, boy? What you doing, Jose? I'm in Sam's Club. You're in Sam's Club? <laughs> yeah. What you doing in Sam's Club? Spending money. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I hear that. We got the, we got the Knicks tonight, y'all. Yeah, the same Knicks the that we blew a 21-point lead against. The same Knicks that we are currently down 2-1 in the, in the in the individual race with them. Uh, this is the last game of our series. Last game of our series. It's up 2-1 right now. How y'all feeling about tonight's game? I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm, I, I, it has nothing to do with the opponent, but more to do with our team and the effort that they – Put forth in the last couple games, and I tell you what, I I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I'm not. I'm not feeling any overwhelming like excitement or like like they're gonna lose. I just feel like, mm, uh, if they play well, they'll win. If they play like they did against the Celtics bench, they'll lose. What am I gonna say? How you feel, Jose? I feel I feel the same way Rick Schaefer feels right now. <laughs> all right i like it let for those of you listening in podcast land rick schaefer says oh we keep both hitting the button lay you the smack it. down on the knicks is how i'm feeling <laughs> that's right and some sense of revenge yeah it definitely should be a revenge game uh one we should be we should have a sour taste in our mouth from having a back-to-back -back losses Two, we should have a sour taste in our mouth because we gave up a 21-point lead to this exact team just a few days ago. So I'm hoping that they come out here with some sense of urgency, some sense of hey, let's let's get this get this shit right. Let's get this shit right. Um, so we'll just jump right into it. What's the keys to the game for you tonight, Jen? Well, uh, I think they need to play with some energy and some intensity. And uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Rebounding. Jesus, this game that's is a guess. Like under. the last time we played the Knicks, this game is going to be won or lost on the boards. The Knicks are an excellent team as far as getting second chance points. We need to not allow that to happen. Point blank period. Jose? <laughs> Go ahead and say it. <laughs> limit those damn turnovers. They got to limit the turnovers. They got to take care of the ball. Um, that's key. Uh, you know, with 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 the exception of the last game, we we really took care of the ball well. Um, didn't work out for us, you know, because there was there was a certain player out there that to me is washed, is on the decline, and was shooting like Steph Curry. Um, and, there, and, <laughs> and we didn't defend him, which is beyond my freaking mind boggling. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't even defend him. I don't understand that. Like the guy was on fire. Like uh, there's no way I allow him to, to make a fourth and the fifth one. Once he, he, he makes that third one, that's a heat check. Exactly. That, I don't know who I'm. I don't know how many how many people in here ever play NBA Jam. But if you play NBA Jam, you make three in a row. You on fire. <laughs> That's right. right? And, you know. And then B came out after and was like, "Oh, people need to stay with their men. People need to stay with their man." 
Jesus. I mean, if exactly. you're playing zone, you're playing zone, but they weren't. So, yeah, we can't allow, um, you know, uh, Blake Griffin type people to come in here and, and, and shoot the lights out the gym. No way. Absolutely not. Blake Griffin of all people. I was like, I am embarrassed to say this right now, but somebody needs to put a body on Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> that game is over, Jen. You can't tell him to put a body care. on him now. It's too late. It's too late to put a body on him now. Um, Jeez, he's never going to play like that again in his life. I'm gonna be selfish, y'all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take my key to the game, and it's not. I know this is a we season, not a me season. Key to the game tonight is Tyrese Maxey. This got to be the game he get out of his funk, yo. This got to be the game he gets out of his funk. And uh, as much as I want to say the key is Tyrese Maxey, I want to give a, about half of that, half fifty percent of that is on Doc Rivers. Put him in positions to get out of his funk. He has to, man. We 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 heralded this guy all off season, all season before he got hurt about how we felt like he could possibly be all star. He could possibly be this. He could possibly be that. And it just ain't showing up lately. I hope the kid gets it together tonight. So I'm gonna be selfish and say, I don't care what happens. I just want to see Maxi play better. Please, yeah. Max. <laughs> right. Agree. I want our whole I mean, especially Maxi, but our real whole bench needs to show up. They need to show up, show up. This cannot be back to the bench of old where we're like doing over unders for 25. And that's like, you know, oh, 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 oh. I look at BG's face. I'm going um, to switch my number. <laughs> I know, You're right, Rick Schaefer. I won't let that go. <laughs> um, all right. So other people got keys. Play like you want it. F. Effort. Effort. I got a second key. Go I got ahead, a second Jose. key. PJ Tucker got to score zero. <laughs> you are right, man. This is getting to be ridiculous. The man scores more than three points and we lose. Every time. Oh, my goodness. Every so time. Evan says we will not win the rebound game tonight. That's okay. Establish Embiid early and the rest of the time. Tiles will fall into place. Okay. I agree. Uh, everything obviously runs through Embiid. So Embiid has a bad game. We definitely gonna lose. So uh, that goes without saying. Is uh, go through Embiid. Everything else will fall into place. But yeah, again, rebounding man. We got to rebound the ball. It's crazy. All our keys, uh, all of the keys, is somehow in my over unders tonight, except for one. We didn't mention this. But before we go any further, sites quick moment of silence for the last Australian on the Sixers is, is officially gone. How you guys feel about that? Before we get to talking about the Knicks anymore, how y'all feel about Matisse Thibel being gone and Jalen McDaniels coming to Philadelphia? Spilling um, a little liquor for, for Matisse. For a little let me, let me, uh, spill, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not spilling nothing. Hold on. I'm drink for him though. <laughs> <laughs> We're not spilling nothing. All right. So let me, let me, let me talk on that. Uh, Matisse was a lovable guy, man, uh, you know, but I, I wasn't attached, um, mainly because the lack of playing time and that's not his fault. Um, you know, sometimes you see him, sometimes you don't, uh, you know, every now and then he'd be in street clothes for no reason. So, I mean, I'm hoping this guy that they brought in gets a lot more time than he was. Um, the lack of offense is just like, I mean, 2-5, 2.0 is what really got from him. 
Uh, he was brought here to be a three and D guy, and you know never really got the whole three three side of it down pat. Excellent defender. I wish him the best. Um, but he's no longer here, and I got a root for the Sixers. So, you know, um, I kind of was riding with BG on the whole keeping the team put type situation, and that's what we basically got. Uh, we got rid of one person. I wish we would have got rid of two. Um, but you know, it's a freaking coincidence that he's still here. But uh, somebody said, "Don't disappoint Jen and get rid of that man." So. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel bad for him now because I feel like he's, you know, this is the end of his NBA career. Nobody wants him on another team. Are we talking about court class? Nobody wants him on another team. I feel like this is it. This is the end of his contract and he's going to be out of the NBA. That's what I feel. I mean, Unless somebody uh, wants him in the buyout market. Yeah, we got the buyout market to look forward to, as Doc. Yes, so, yes. you know, you're, you're out there, you know, trying to get a center and we're all with you. Trust me, we're all in agreement here. And and we you know we just got our fingers crossed that that they get a solid a solid backup for Embiid um, that could really do some damage um, because Trez and B-Ball are, are obviously not the guys. Nope. I just want to read something. I I said I shared this with the gang here about Bleacher Report did a, did a grade on the trade and it gave the Sixers an A plus for this Thibault uh, McDaniel's trade. I just, it's a little out of context, but it says Philadelphia doesn't need someone to generate from scratch scoring, but McDaniels can grab a go on the break and should be able to advance his pump and drive game inside the Sixers offense. Couple his size and multi-level help defense with this brand of any offensive upside whatsoever, and you have someone who brings more to this team than Matisse. That's a fact. I couldn't agree more. I mean, the only thing that he is inferior to Matisse is defense. I mean, that's it. And, and he's not shabby. He's 6'9". So it's not like he's a bad defender. It's just Matisse was un unworldly good at defense. Like, the guy made second team all defense coming off Wait. the bench. Playing Which is great, but if you don't get any time on the court, then what difference does that make how good no. your defense is? Wait, Agreed. wait. Uh, did you just tell me that the Sixers went and grabbed somebody who's over six eight? Yes, <laughs> he's tall. That was that's why I was like, well, he's tall. Like, how you come <laughs> to the team and you automatically the second tallest person? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, see what see what uh, how we use him. Uh, he is a good player. Um, he definitely brings us more offensively than what Matisse gave us. So, I mean, time will tell. I think he's averaging like ten and five, so that that's that's better already. Yeah. Um, real quick, I gotta interrupt BG here. You're slipping, bro. Uh -oh. How so? How so? We don't know what the starting lineup is. Uh -oh. oh snap! Uh -oh. And you know what's crazy? You know, you know what's crazy? I got it right here too. I just didn't put it up. That's my bad. I'm sorry. I'm so All right. sorry. We got the usual suspects in usual the lineup suspect. tonight. Damn, you got me. You got me. Uh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. says uh, McDaniels is a better player overall and can shoot better than Tyson. And, and you know what? I've never, this would be, I don't this remember, would be amazing. This would be amazing right there. I was able the, like that. Look at the screen. That would be okay. Oh, my God. You know, Let people me tell you something. in the podcast, Lana says, Tucker slides to the bench. That would be amazing. Yeah, don't do that to me because I get overly excited, like too excited. 
And the thing is, I don't mind PJ being on his team. I just don't love him starting. I don't like him playing big minutes. And I don't like that. Like, he misses shots. Don't get me wrong. He misses shots. But I don't understand a human being that could be as open as he'd be and literally will just not even look at the rim. Like, you're not a threat if you're not even going to look at the rim. Like, who's going to guard you? That's why they double and be so damn much. I, I, I get so sick of him passing out of shots, and he, he'd be super wide open. That's I what mean, I'm saying. I would rather I, him miss. I'd rather clown him for going 0 for 8 from 3 than it's, like – it's bad because we're stuck still with four and five basketball because nobody respects exactly. this man's offense. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Please. If if yeah. if they respected his offense just a lot a bit, you know what I'm saying? Just just look enough for me to see through my fingertips right here. I don't know if y'all y'all can see that. Just a little bit, then the whole game against the Sixers will be different. But the fact that they don't have to worry about this man. It's just like, just worry about the rest of the floor. That guy ain't doing nothing. And if he gives you two or three points, you know, whatever, we'll live with it. I'm they pretty sure that's what, the other, that's what the other coach is telling their guys all the time. Because eight attempts, I'm not saying he'll ever have this, but a team will look at that and say eight attempts from P.J. takes those eight attempts from an Embiid, takes some attempts from Maxi, takes some attempts right. from Tobias. They living with that. They living yeah, with they that. And it's, a, and it's a lower percentage shot. No matter what shot PJ takes, it's lower percentage than any shot and B can take on the floor. <laughs> We've Absolutely. witnessed this man miss bunnies. So there's no high percentage shot for PJ. There's no high percentage shot. So Evan's asking a question. Is there anything Maxi can go to get back, do to get back in the starting lineup? Or is this the lineup? No changes. Look, it came out when he made when Doc made this change that he was going to be running out three different lineups. I haven't seen one. I've seen one lineup since he said that. Same one. So I, I don't have the answer to that question. But I, I thought it was going to you know, be a little trial and error here. But apparently we just trial it. Unfortunately, I think the only thing that could get him back in the starting lineup is, knock on wood, if De'Anthony Melton actually got hurt. I don't want oh, that to God. happen. No. I don't want that to happen. I'm scared. I'm mad that I had to say it. But I think that's the only way if – if Melton actually got hurt at some point, Maxi got inserted into the starting lineup, balled out, and then when Melton came back, maybe Melton will come off the bench. But I think that's the only way right now. I think uh, defensively we realize that we do need Melton on the floor with Harden, Maxi, Maxi, and Harden starting. Not a great, a great defensive backcourt, and I think Doc realizes it kind of. Uh, cool. Yeah, real quick before we go into over numbers, man. Like, here's the thing here. P.J. Tucker can't guard everybody. People think he can, but he can't. He can't. I've seen, I seen players dance around this guy. So I don't want nobody in here arguing with me that he can defend anybody because he can't. He cannot. Yeah, he's a pest. Yeah, he can, you know, make somebody have a hard time. Yeah, but he cannot defend everybody. He's going to get blown past. If athleticism. You, you, athlet, yeah, the athleticism is going to get the best of him. So that's what DeAnthony Melton brings. And you got to appreciate his defense. If we're going to sit here and appreciate peanut butter and jelly, we got to appreciate what DeAnthony Melton brings defensively. Oh, God. Yeah. DeAnthony who, Melton. Who, who appreciates they, peanut butter and jelly? Who? Nobody. Everybody. Oh, I'm about to say. Everybody outside of our podcast. I says, stopped but, buying, yeah. I stopped buying peanut butter and jelly for my kids. We don't need look. Don't bring that we're shit like, in my house no more. Boycott <laughs> peanut butter and jelly altogether. Yo, the, 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 the amount of people that laughed at me 
The amount of people who laughed at me said that I don't know nothing, absolutely nothing about basketball in the beginning of the season because I spotted it early on and I knew this was going to be a thing. People thought I was delusional. I was getting DMs about it. Like, leave yeah, PJ yeah. alone. I know. Like, I know. It's bad. So, I, I, but then all of a sudden, there's a lot of people in agreement now. Oh, now you want to jump in my boat. I'm sorry. I ain't got seats for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so Ansem's makes a good point. We do really, we really do have to have two to three starters in a game at time. We have to. Doc's, you, you know what? I'm tired of him saying stuff and then doing the opposite. But he has said on multiple occasions he will always have two starters on the floor. He has not been doing that. When he gets that all bunch line up in there, lead blown. But what about but what about the bench mob guys? We don't like the bench I told you to stop calling them the bench mob because once people start calling them the bench mob, they start sucking. Sorry, stinking, whatever. Too late. You said it. You said I know what time it is. It's that time. For BG's over and under. Cut you off. Is only Carl not here, so you had to be the one to get cut off. So three tonight. I only got three tonight. So First and foremost, we got a rebound. Jen's key to the game was rebounding, and it just so happened that, that was one of my over-under. So, so the Sixers have 45. I said 45 and a half rebounds. That's a big number. That's a big number. We had that number against the Knicks last game, and that's only because they were missing in the first quarter. So the Sixers have 45 and a half rebounds. They're averaging 40. My answer is under. I had a good feeling about this game. I'm gonna take the over. Uh, make me a believer, Sixers. I'm going under. <laughs> make make me wrong, please. Uh, the last time we played the Knicks, we all remember that game. We got outscored. Our bench got outscored by Evan Fournier by himself. Our bench has 16 points. Yes, I said 16 points last game. 12 of them was from one player. That's 12, embarrassing. We, one of our bench players had 12 combined. They had 16. So we got a new bench player, guys. Uh, my number was Not my yet, number. Though. He's warming up. I just got a notification that he was warming up. Oh, I thought I had it said it was out. It said it was out. Does he, he say he's out? He said, I, I, I got him warming up. Just warming up with the team. Well, then that's going to affect the next over under. We shall see. <laughs> Pull All it up, right. Jen. But bench it says uh, trade pending. Oh damn! All right, well I'm gonna switch that over under. So, uh, so this one is the bench though. So it was 25 and a half, but Jen said she's tired of going back to the old number of 25. So I switched it to 27 and a half points from the bench. Go ahead, uh, Pose. You said 25. 27 and a half. I'm I'm gonna say over. I, I think they're due. They're due. I'm going over. Jen? I'm going under. Damn. I'm under. a pessimist yeah. tonight, guys. I'm sorry. They they need two to prove unders. me wrong. They need to prove me wrong. Two unders for Jen. That's crazy. All right. What so up? what's going on, Sabre? So this one, this one here is up in the air. If Jalen McDaniels is available, 12 and a half minutes over oh, okay. under. However, this is going to be a two-part. If Jaden Daniels is McDaniels is not available, Corkmaz 12 and a half points, 12 and a half minutes. I'm sorry. I said points, I meant minutes. I apologize. So start we'll start with with McDaniels. 
I don't think he's going to play at all. So I think he's going to get zero points. I mean, zero minutes. Yeah, I think he's if he's available. If he's available. If he is playing, because they got they showing him warming up. I just got a notification saying, "Hey, the new guy in Philly is warming up. Like he's out there. I just don't know if he's playing yet." Let me check ESPN real quick. Go ahead, y'all. Tell me what y'all over unders is. I'm gonna say over if he's available. And under for Corkmans. Corkmans is never gonna see the NBA career again unless it's like Damn. garbage time. <laughs> The man asked for a trade like he was Kyrie Irving. Uh, nobody wanted him because why? Because where's his value? He's been sitting on the bench. Uh, he's a streaky player. He's got some shooting ability, but uh, other than that, he doesn't really bring much to the table. So uh, if it's Corkmaz, is definitely under. If it's McDaniels, I'll go over. Uh. We're gonna go exactly, exactly the same. I think if McDaniel is playing, he does get over twelve and a half minutes. But I actually think that if Corkmaz is available, I think that getting rid of Matisse just maybe opened up a spot for this game. If McDaniel doesn't play, it opened up a spot for Cork to maybe get minutes. So I'm gonna actually go over on Cork if McDaniel's is not playing. If McDaniel's is playing, I'm going with the over for uh, McDaniel. But y'all are saying no matter what, Cork doesn't play. Well, I think you know what. If you know what I I'm actually, saying? if I actually give it some thought, That's... if they want to get rid of him, if they want someone to buy him out, he needs to play so they can showcase him. But then again, if they if he plays like shit, excuse me, I cursed again. If he plays <laughs> terrible, then then he's not gonna get picked up anyway. So you know, it's a lose lose. So oh, that's a good point. I, 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 I I got to agree with Jen. Um, the man asked for a trade, you know, like he's Kyrie Irving, and, you know, he's definitely not that. Nowhere close at all. Nowhere in the stratosphere. I think that's a smack in the face of the organization. I, regardless, I think that he doesn't have the ability to get showcased. So, I, I you know, he's going to come out. But showcasing them now won't do anything because the only thing that could happen, we can't get anything for Cork right now. The best we could do, buy him out and then somebody else pick him up. There's no like, hey, if he shows out tonight, we can maybe get somebody to take on. Like, no, nah, we either have to buy him out or he's just going to be wearing his Sixers jersey and civilian clothes on the bench for the next that, couple months. And, and that's exactly what I see because, again, I like, I, what, what's he actually going to do that's going to raise an eyebrow is, you know, is the question here. And I just don't think he has the ability to do that anymore. Uh, not on this team. He just don't fit. But do we know that? Like, we just haven't seen him. What if Court what you mean we haven't right? seen him? When, when the last time we seen How him? How long has this man been playing for our team? BJ, go back to this all the time. This man oh, my goodness. BJ, like you trolling. BJ, you trolling. BJ, you trolling. BJ, you trolling, man. You trolling, man. What if he bro, got better? Man, this man been here since the beginning of the process, bro. You don't think they watch what he's doing in practices? And I get it that if you go timeline, yes, for years he's proven maybe he can't be on the court. But who knows if he got better? Like, he well rested? <laughs> overnight? <laughs> it's not overnight. We haven't seen Cork. So it can't be overnight. We haven't seen him. Well, he played I think, four games ago, man. I'm going to take Smitty's word and say if – 
if if McDaniels is not playing today, Cork deserves minutes that Matisse would have got. He just deserves it. He's been here. Give him a chance. I'm not saying he's going to change the tide of the game. He's going to go out there and ball out. I think he's at least earned the right to be on the court every once in a while. If if McDaniels is not available, if McDaniels is available. Sorry, to no. be on the court if we're up by 20, and it's the fourth quarter, and they bring in dudes off the bench like Springer. This man was here before Tobias Harris, yo. This man, besides Embiid, is the longest sixer on the team. Cut it out, man. I just feel bad for Cork, man. I, you know what? I, I was saying this. I felt a little bad for him, too, because I really do feel like his time in the in the NBA is just about up. I feel like I this just is think his about, last season. I just think about last year when we had everybody injured, and that man came in and was our starting point guard. Like, he didn't play well, but, man, he took on that role. Like, man, all right, I'm going to burn. I might as well go out here and play. So, Did you I, see I that man bad. dribble the ball? Have you seen that man dribble the ball at the court? Look, man, I'm trying to throw your bone cork. Obviously, <sighs> obviously, the East Leaf Sixes podcast is against you. So I'm gonna just, just one go member. Just one member. It's just me. All right, here we go. Bold predictions from Jen. What's up? Matter of fact, I'm gonna oh. go first. Y'all think about y'all bold predictions. I'll All go right. first. Bold prediction. Furkan Korkmaz, <laughs> 13 points. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Court. Let's go, Court. He's going to have the Evan Fournier Ooh. night. Work on Court. Why does Smitty say I turned on him? I never turned on him. I, I never liked him. How can I he turn trolling. on somebody he I trolling. never liked? Oh. He trolling. All right. Tobias Harris is going to show up. He's going to get 20 <laughs> points. 20 for Tobias Harris. Although every time I pick Tobias, he never has a good game. Jose, bold. Give me something bold. You want something bold? Don't say him B25. Hard and 10 assists. I needed to be bold. Bold? PJ Tucker, 12 rebound. <laughs> I, said bold. Bold. I said bold. I said bold, not insane. I think five rebounds would be bold. bold. You said bold. That's bold. That's, that's outrageous, though. That's so outrageous. Bold. All right, that, that is bold prediction is Embiid and Toby combined for 70 plus. Yeah, Embiid will have 50. Toby <laughs> had 20. Toby had 20. Ooh. All right, y'all. Well, let's and get B25 ready for 25. Tobias 15.1. Who I don't know who BMK is. Welcome, BMK. That's that's Fif- t- that's Sabri. That's Sabri. Oh, hey Sabri! Tobias 15.1. <laughs> How do we get point one? How's that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, you want to, you want to, you want a bold prediction? Cork on Cork, my five three points. That's what I'm saying. Look, I'm with it. I said Cork, dog. Cork gonna have a game if he plays. So I'm going bold. I'm going bold. He's gonna be our Evan Fournier tonight. I'm rocking with. <laughs> he's gonna oh. be our, our Blake Griffin. He's gonna be our gonna Blake be, Griffin. He's gonna be our Blake Griffin. I put a man on him. <laughs> That game is over, guys. Uh, hey, let's, hey, let's even the seri- let's even the series up. Let's even the season series up two two. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, the Knicks are up two one right now. It's time to get our revenge, man. It's time to get our revenge. Don't blow no big leads. Rebound the ball. Take care of the ball. Go out there and yeah. win. Hey, win. hey, the uh, East Leaf Sixers podcast goes by word of mouth uh, advertisement. So, Jose, please tell them what we need them to do. 
Don't forget to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. About what? podcast. How can I listen? Right there, look, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Oh, they Apple up at Radio. the top. They right here? Yeah, they up there. Yeah, you see that? Oh. You also got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. So if you ain't understand That's what right. I said, BG, tell them. Hold up, man. You hear it. I like your accent. I like your accent, bro. I like I like your <laughs> no accent. I see a un amigo. I see a un amigo. I see a un amiga. See that? Wepa. Wepa. <laughs> you gonna Listen, stop putting me on the, the game? Everybody enjoy the game. Come back here for post game because we're gonna be, be right back at song. it. I want to hear the song. I ain't heard the song in a long time. We definitely playing this song. Yeah, we gotta play the song, man. Let's right, go, Texas. See y'all post game. Coach.